contrary to what most would expect, the most important modification related to suspension shooting is actually not part of the suspension. Hey everyone, Oric here again with another new season of Procast by Parts Pro. With all the local aftermarket has to offer, that we could all improve upon in general. It seems that our local community has a shallow understanding of how to properly set up suspension and how to get the most out of it to get better handling. We've invited my good friend DJ Arte of Simple Racing Solutions PH to give us a better idea of the fundamentals of how suspension should work. We're pretty sure you'll pick up a thing or two from this guy. I mean, we sure did. Enjoy! Procast by Parts Pro. So we are on our new season since we've been away for a while, no? Mm-hmm. And this time around, we're going to touch on another subject that feel namin is somewhat lacking in local, you know, local aftermarket circles, diba? Because usually when you talk about suspension, nga, people think na Coilovers lang, lower mo, ganda mo, camber, tapos na. Diba? Yeah. But, yeah, you know, suspension is like a, kumbaga, black art yan, pare. There's a lot of geometry and computations involved. And very few people outside of, you know, yung motorsport circles have really taken that to heart and really took the time to study it. And we have just the guy here who's done exactly that. Yeah. So, here's my good friend, DJ Arte from Simple Racing Solutions. Hi, everyone. Been, yeah, he's been, been at it. No? Okay. Yeah, I guess I should introduce myself. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm DJ. I'm a mechanical engineer by trade. I graduated back in 2019, which is actually pretty recent. Lang naman. Also passed the board exam that year. But... I've been working on suspension since I would say 2014 because as a sophomore, yung experience ko talaga sa suspension started when I joined this collegiate racing team. Uh, at the time, we were aiming to create a an entry to the Formula SAE competition. Uh, basically, para sa F1 for college students. So build an open wheel race car na powered by a superbike engine. In our case, since mechanical engineers kami lahat, everyone wanted to work on the engine. Kasi para okay, makina, engine lahat ng parts. It was a Suzuki GSXR 600 unit, by the way. Pero siempre hindi lang naman makina yung uh, part ng car, and parang napunta sa akin yung task to study the suspension and chassis. Kumbaga, uh, ano ba yung, at the time, wala kami alam tungkol dun. So I had to start researching on it. And as I started to learn more about suspensions, no na realize na, ah, this is a pretty interesting field. And I slowly realized, kasi of course, when we were starting out, we were also asking people in the car community about suspensions. And medyo sa totoo lang, nakulangan kami. Kasi nga, uh, parang dead end na eh. People couldn't answer our questions na at some by some point. So that's when we decided that okay, we really have to commit and talaga magdidig tayo about this. And um, 
eventually, uh, after I graduated, or actually, when, oh, during my senior year, that's when I realized na parang, okay, I think I want to start building and designing suspensions now. So I think my first experience came about with drift cars and mga nabanggang sports cars. Kasi nga, during my tenure as the Formula SAE suspension designer, ang focus ko talaga was suspension geometry. And dahil sa geometry background ko, these people with drift cars, diba, napakalaking bagay ng geometry for drift cars. Eh. Yeah, like how to yeah. get the most angle, how to get yung mga gusto nilang angle ng gulong when they're, while they're drifting. And of course, pagka nabangga yung chassis mo, so definitely you need some assistance with geometry because you need to restraighten yeah, the car. It up. Yeah, oh, oh. So that's where I entered the scene, I would say. And then eventually, uh, nag-branch out now to tuning suspension specifically. Right now, focus namin is coilover tuning. But in the future, I hope to expand our services to talagang research and development na of custom suspension parts. Right now, kasi um, kulang pa kami talaga sa data and sa, honestly, sa manpower. Kasi I think, uh, totoo naman when I say na medyo halos one-man operation pa lang ang SRS as of now. But in the future, we would like to expand to tuning at the circuit. Kasi sa abroad, yan, dyan talaga nagkakatalo eh. Yung on-site sa paddock, nagtutono ka gamit equipment. Uh, yung designs actually for the equipment nandiyan na, pero hindi ko pa napapafabricate. I don't have the time pa. But in the future, hopefully, uh, magawa natin yon Yeah, yon So, yun nga, na-mention mo kanina na, you know, during your time as a as a sophomore student and doing Formula SAE, you know, na wala kayong nalapitan in terms of further knowledge with suspensions, yes. which kind of presents the clear-cut case that there really is a local gap in knowledge about suspension tuning. You know? That's very said, Like you said, you like said, you took all the machines in They found mm-hmm. but, uh, Suzuki na GSX-R na makina. Wow, yeah, oh. sige, tutok tayo mm-hmm. But you know, everyone who's driven a proper car knows that hindi lang makina yung sagot na pakasimula yes. everything. Hindi. Yes, very, very true. And actually, speaking of engines, that was the demographic that we noticed when we were starting FSAE. Na napakadami nang nagmamakina dito sa Philippines. Like, ang dami nating competent na engine builders, tuners, um, pero suspension, I think the amount of race engineers that I've heard of or met, mabibilang mo sa isang kamay, sa totoo lang. Very few and far between. So, yeah. And that's really, that's one of the main dreams or goals of Simple Racing Solutions. Kasi, if you look at it, the Philippines has a lot of good drivers, a lot of good mechanics. And relatively speaking, accessible actually ang aftermarket parts sa country natin. Like, ang daming nakakoilover, ganun kasimple. And madaming naka, like for example, mga big brake kit or mga adjustable arms. Aftermarket parts are very accessible, but the people who can actually set them up properly, konting-konti lang. Yeah. And, yes. yes, that's... And yung isa pa, as you mentioned, Ao, 
dahil sa pagiging black art na suspension tuning, pag nagtanong-tanong ka sa shops, uh, parang, oh, nagpotono ba kayo suspension? May mga sinasabi sila, pero alam mo parang, parang hindi naman yun yung hanap ko eh. Some of them would offer wheel alignment, which is part of suspension tuning. Pero at the end of the day, minsan subliding. And then others naman would, yung mga speed shop talaga na, let's say, OG na, like they've had years of experience, they would start by tuning your dampers, which is the correct approach nga naman. But at least for us, it I don't think that's a complete or holistic way of tuning suspensions kasi hindi lang naman coilovers ang parts ng ating suspension. Hmm. And to actually tune a suspension, you need to have a good knowledge of the fundamentals related to suspension design and um, which we will elaborate on later. Like, how does affecting or adjusting this affect the ride quality or why is it that when I adjust the coilover this way, may nangyayari. Yun, yun yung magandang pag-usapan natin later. Hmm. And actually, lack of, yeah, as you were saying. Actually, that, that falls under yung, we'll cover that when people ask nga na, yeah, okay, na, sure. Pag nagkabit ka coilover, ang tagtag agad. Not yeah, necessarily. Oh, not that's necessarily. Definitely not. And actually, that's another thing. A lack of tuning is problematic for several reasons for both race cars and street cars. So street cars, pagkamali yung tono sa suspension mo, at best, matadad yung ride. But at worst, you can actually destroy your coilovers. Or worse, pwede nga mabalian ng suspension arms. Pwede nga maaksidente. So yun yung worst case scenario pag hindi maganda yung tuning ng ating suspension. And um, another issue for street cars, pagkapangit yung tono, halos hindi mo madrive sa streets natin. I mean, the streets of Manila are notorious internationally for being very bad. As in, sobrang malubak talaga sa Metro Manila at least. And, and it's I've gotten had, worse over the past few weeks with the rains, ha, pare. Yes, it's sipa yung ang dami ng pago, oh, ang dami ng pago patul. Yeah. Pero ang sarap na yung GR Yaris sa truck lane, just for, for the record. Oh, oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I've had a couple of customers who approached me na actually parang nawala na silang gana sa cars nila kasi of course, it's a pretty premium European sports car pero hindi nila madrive sa roads natin kasi antad-tad or parang they feel na may mali kasi European sports car to eh, dapat maganda gumalaw to, di ba? And then after the tune, they would say na parang the car was completely transformed. Ito pala talaga yung kaya ng aking sasakyan. So it feels good when you're able to drive and enjoy your car the way it was designed to be driven. And then for in terms of race cars naman, um, ayun nga, ang daming mechanic and driver talent sa ating bansa. So what if we could give them properly engineered race cars, di ba? Uh, they would be very competitive even on the international scene. So yun, yun ang one of the visions ng SRS. Yun. So when you tune for, siyempre, when you set up the car, you need to you need to get a certain balance talaga eh, na yes, with what, how true. the client uses it or what the mm-hmm. car is for. Uh, so why is it na, well, I, this is a pretty obvious question to everyone here, but for our listeners, no, 
why is it important that the car should handle as well as it drives fast? Yeah. Uh, um, the number one reason for that is actually behind the obvious satin, but it's super important. The number one reason is safety. Okay, so you have to be safe. Um, let's say, for example, you have a very powerful car that can go at very fast speeds, but what if it can't brake on time? Like, kulang sa braking power. Maybe accident ng mo no. And on another example would be if you're traveling at speed and then lumikuka, kasi hindi lumiku yung car. That's accidente din ang mo no. So that's the number one reason why we want a balance between power and handling. And the essence of balancing power and handling is basically you want to be able to use your power via increasing the grip of your tires. Yun lang naman yun eh. So, syempre, ang tires natin, yan lang naman yung contact ng car natin sa road. And as we'll learn later, no, it's actually the most, or should I say second most important modification that you can do for your car in terms of handling. Um, so the balance is you have to have enough power to complement your grip. It's also possible to have too much grip, by the way. As yeah, in, masyadong right. mahapit yung car, but it's underpowered. Which brings me to another important factor on why your power and grip should be balanced. Driver enjoyment. Um, ayun nga, ba't ba tayo nagda-drive, di ba? Para mag-enjoy. And if you have a balance that is off, let's say, going back to our previous example, you have too much power, it's going to be undrivable on Metro Manila roads. As in, parang magkaka-anxiety ka lang kasi, shit, di safe yung car ko, di ko mapagkatiwalaan, di ako makaliko, di, I won't be able to make yung maneuvers that I wanted to. And on the other hand, if you have too much grip naman, yun na yun, the car is slow. So hindi ka rin masaya. There's a balance that should be sought. And personally, as a tuner, yung balance na yun palagi yung habol ko. So, yeah. Yeah, yun. So, yun nga, it's not really cut and dried na, pare, let's go back to, let's go back to something, you know, something as simple as playing a video game and then, yeah. And then, di ba, usually, oh, power ka, sunod-sunod, power, power all the way. <laughs> and without the handling, di ba? Like you yeah, kind of have to meet the balance, talaga. Eh. Like yes, even it's it's so much more complicated in real life. La Luna, there's a lot of parts to choose from. Yes, there's a lot of suspension and oh, like say something as small as the mga yeah, yung mga suspend, yung mga end links of sway bars, ganon. What does yes. it do? Oh. Yung effect, yeah. So you really have to one try them one by one and drive to see the effect, Okay, I'm not really I'm not really a fan of I mean no offense to the guys that can't afford it, but the guys that go all out na tipo may nakabang na like a huge stack of parts, isang kabit lahat all out without actually yeah, oh, getting okay. to know the car and getting to know what it needs, to yes, find that's... that right balance. Mm-hmm. Actually, oh. I've encountered several of those types of cars as a tuner. On one hand, actually, it makes my life a, a lot easier because I have to adjust. If I have fully adjustable arms, I have to go in settings. But on the other hand, sometimes you remove too much of the original character of the car. Like, of you already stiffened up 
parts that originally had some softness or compliance, which is part of what makes character of the car. So you have to start from scratch kung ganun. Parang iba na talaga yung uh, ethos ng ating car. So it's a uh, pros and cons talaga. Mm-hmm. Tama, tama. So that said, diba, what goes into a properly tuned suspension system? Okay. Um, I think this is our ito yung bulk na ating discussion tonight, no? Yeah, yeah. Contrary, we've already just mentioned it. It's the tires. So, uh, personally, as SRS, when I tune a car, the first thing that I look at is the tires. Kasi, again, yun nga yung contact mo sa ground. So, doon maglalaro lahat ng ating settings. So, the goal of all suspension and chassis tuning is to maximize and control the tire's grip and traction. Again, you want to maximize it, but there are also instances when you intentionally want to reduce grip sometimes to bring out a certain characteristic or handling characteristic. Like a specific example would be, let's say you have a front-wheel drive car negotiating a hairpin. You'd actually want a, just a little less grip at the rear as you're entering the corner so you can point the car and not overload your front tires, which is super important for front-wheel drive cars. So in that that specific scenario, you actually want to reduce the grip, but you also want to control when you'll reduce the grip and when it will be restored. Mm. So that's part of suspension and chassis tuning. So again, uh, another part of why tires are one of the most important aspects of suspension tuning is it's tire behavior is poorly understood. Kaya nakakalimutan siya pag nagtotono, actually. Oh, and, yeah. oh, as in, how it generates grip and traction, like the mechanism of how it actually turns your car, hindi ganun ka well-known yun. And I'll be dropping some technical terms, like for tires, there's there are concepts like slip angles, you have slip ratios. Uh, slip angle is how much grip a tire can generate given a certain lateral force. And then slip ratio is how much grip you have when the tires are about to spin, like when you're do, you're about to do or burnout or something like that. Or sometimes as you're about to lock up the tires, yun, nag-iiba din yung grip mo, which I think you all of you would feel as a driver, di ba? Parang pagka mag-lock up na yung tires mo, naubusa ka na ng kapit eh. So yun, part yeah. din yun. And then, ito, a very interesting and important factor of tires is what's called tire load sensitivity. This is best illustrated with an example. So let's say, imagine you lang you have a Formula One tire in front of you. So, nandiyan siya, nakatayo sa harapan niyo. Formula, car, Formula One cars are super kape. Alam natin yung lahat because of aerodynamics, because of their tuning, etc. Pero... If I ask you to push that tire, palayo, gagalaw ba tire? If you think about it. Like, it's a super sticky compound, yes. But yeah. I'm pretty sure you could push it, diba? Yeah. Oh. That's the concept of tire load sensitivity. The reason why you can push it is because there is no weight on the tire. Yeah. For Formula One cars, they get additional weight via aerodynamics. But that's the main thing. Nga. 
a tire can only generate grip that is proportional to how much weight is on top of it. And super mm -hmm. laking key non in terms of tire controls, suspension tuning, yun lang adami mo na magagawa. The, the knowledge that a tire's grip is directly proportional to how much weight is on top of it. Procast by Parts Pro is brought to you by PartsPro.ph, Fixstop Auto Service, James Car Care, and Springboard Philippines. You're listening to Procast by Parts Pro. Ah, very easily overlooked, you know. Kaya tapo parang paisip ako. Yeah, dito. oh, pero dito, once you, parang once my encounter, man, it makes perfect sense, di ba? Yeah, oh, man, man, yeah. Oh, man, man, yeah. And then another part, ito, mas relatable to. Another important factor of tires is yung kanilang progressiveness or breakaway characteristics. Again, nako, nako may sasabihin ako diyan, sige go. <laughs> I think banga pares ng tayo ng sasabihin eh. Uh, this is again best explained by an, an example. So we have two very popular tires. Let us compare, let's say, the GT Radial SX2. A very, okay. ang daming naka-SX2 kasi yeah. for a time. At I'm not sure ngayon, medyo nagbahal na atay. Eh. But before, it was pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it had good performance. Mm. Let's compare that to another budget sport tire, which is the Achilles 123S. I think... Mas mura lang yung out ng onte yung 123S at least before. But performance-wise, people would say either is good. But if you ask me, uh, personally, ayaw na ayaw na ayaw ko ng 123S. As in, it's one of the, for me, one of the worst hey. tires. One of the worst tires sa, that you can it's buy. It's the worst. Oh. But SX2, on the other hand, is actually pretty good. And mm -hmm. why is that? Kasi para sa akin napaka-important ng breakaway characteristics ng tire. Like yeah. how kasi at the limits of grip as a driver, 'di ba? Again, humans lang tayo eh. So yung mm -hmm. reaction time natin, reflexes are not on the level of let's say computers. Na agad-agad mong malalaman na okay, padulas na 'yung tires ko. Of course, with skill level, nag-iiba 'yon. But that's not really our topic right now. As an average car enthusiast, ang gusto mong tire dapat is yung progressive, yung breakaway characteristics. So as you're losing grip, you kind of get the feel or it warns you na okay, paubos na yung grip natin, dudulas na tayo. So you yeah, should yung nararamdaman mo yung bitaw, unti-unti. Oo. It will give you um enough time to correct or to adjust your line or your throttle or steering inputs and Yun nga, uh, magiging madali siya i-drive compared to, let's say, in a, for my experience, the 123S is sobrang tridor na tire yan. Sobra! Like, yeah, sobra. The, yung threshold ng grip niya mataas and that's what gets yes. people. Wow, ang kapit! Yes, oo. Oh. Kapare, pag bumitaw yan, you're gone! Oo, oh, wala talaga. As in, pader ang aabutin mo. Oo, oh, easy! I had an experience before with 123S that I was practicing with a Civic EG, so front-wheel drive. It was on 123S tires at the front. And I was doing parang a skid pad test where I was just going in a circle. Okay. And then as I was speeding up, naturally what you'd expect is understeer. 
what does that mean? As in, the car will start to, the front end niya will start to step out. And the, parang yung circle mo, lumalaki na. Kasi nga, hindi ka na makaliko eh. Yeah, you're steering more than you're actually turning. That's yeah, understood. So, yeah. Um, usually, these tires, they actually give us certain steering feedback when you're about to understeer. Uh, mararamdaman mo yun as parang gumagaang yung steering wheel mo as you're turning in pa. There's a technical term for that and that is the tire aligning torque. Um, it's, uh, it's determined completely by your tire's design. As in yung uh, pattern ng tread, yung internals niya, and yung compound. So that feel that you feel on the steering wheel na gumagaang siya is completely determined by your tires. When I was doing that on that car with the 123S, I could already see that I was understeering. As in, lumalabas na talaga yung kotse. But the feedback at the steering wheel was walang difference. Kasi hindi siya gumaang. So if you couldn't see that you're understeering or if you didn't know that what you were doing in that instance was intentionally causing the car to understeer, kasi nga, I was on the throttle while turning, you wouldn't feel that you were understeering na. Edi, kung if you're not that experienced pa as a driver, yari ka. Kasi, oh, wala, wala kang feedback eh. There's no yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yun. That is... All those um, factors about tires are super important when it comes to tuning the suspension. Mm -hmm. So and, actually, any yeah. any half decent tire that's you know that's seen a fair amount of R and D. Yeah. Talaga, may kita mo yung characteristic na yun na progressive yung bitaw niya. Eh. Like I can name what. Ito, yung, the popular tire now, pare, baby ng mga track rats, the Pilot Sport 4s. Yes. Uh -oh. yung, lahat, yung mga potenza na RE003, 04. Yeah, uh -oh. Those, grabe, okay yung bitaw niya, steady. Eh. Pero kaya mm -hmm. nga, when I tried the 123S, na parang everyone's raving about it, yes, makapit. Pero pare, yeah. alam kong tatayo rin ako nito the moment it yeah. snapped, the moment it yeah. lets go. Yeah. Pero uh, I'm not saying that the 123S is a bad tire. Overall, yeah, you, you can you can drive it. You can drive it. Naman. Yeah, yes. you can drive it. Oh. And if you're a very skilled driver, you can actually set a pretty good lap time with it because uh -oh. you don't need the tires to tell you when the car is going to slide. You already know when that's going to mm -hmm. happen. So and uh, most of the time, the corrections mo are in advance. Because you know that you're going to understeer now, you're going to oversteer now. But if you're a medyo neophyte car enthusiast, that's just starting to get into spirited driving um i wouldn't recommend a tire that isn't progressive Oops. Yeah. yeah after the tires oh what's next uh the second most important factor with re regards to suspension tuning is again something not related to suspension it's vehicle mm -hmm. weight so how okay. much weight does your car have so there are, I think, generally, there are three rules when you're building a race car regards, in regards to weight. The first is you want to reduce the weight as much as possible. Pretty obvious because less weight means you're moving less mass around, so you're not stressing your tires too much, you're not having too much body roll, and you're not stressing your engine because it's not pulling or pushing as much weight as if it were a heavier car. 
And then the second would be to lower that weight. Yan yung Oo, yun yung usual na parang sinasabi ng mga tao na okay, kailangan mo mag-lower pagka gusto mo nang mag-spirited driving or mag-circuit kasi kailangan mo i-lower yung center of mass. As we'll learn later, uh, hindi yon that's not the whole picture. And sometimes, mm-hmm. or more often than not actually, lowering your car has more uh, downsides than what you will gain by lowering your center of mass, which is you lower the weight. And then the third, this is a bit technical, but I think we'll all understand it pa You want to centralize the weight. Again, best illustrated by an example, all Formula One cars and all supercars have their engine behind the driver. So mid-engine, uh, rear-wheel drive. That's because you want to put all your weight towards the center of the car. It has something to do with how quickly the car can change direction. So that helps with control. And also feedback to the driver because if your center of mass is closer to you, parang ikaw yung iniikutan ng kotse. So maganda yung feedback no. So na mga 50-50 weight distribution. Yes, that's you know, true. people oh. people say it so much pero don't really yeah. get a feel for what it actually does. Mm-hmm. In terms of center of mass pala. Uh isang pinaka nakakalimutan pero pinaka important na part ng center of mass is kung gaano siya kataas. Pagka alam mo yung weight distribution alam mo na kung saan banda siya with respect to like the front and rear of the car. Like, syempre kung front wheel drive, mas nasa harapan yung center yeah. of mass natin. Uh-oh. Pero nasan, gaano siya kataas? Kasi if sobrang taas dyan, syempre, when you turn, your car is gonna have a lot of body roll. But if it's May parang low, pendulum effect. Yes, oo. Uh-oh. If As it's low, you'll have better handling. So, yeah. yun. Yun yung sometimes people oversee that. And um, after tires and the weight of the car, we can go finally to suspension. Pero hindi pa coilovers. That's the next point. The third point would be geometry. Like how all your lower control arms are oriented with respect to the chassis. And let's begin by answering this question that we opened up earlier. Uh, pagka performance ba ang habol mo? Do you want to lower the car? Surprisingly, the answer to that is actually yes. You kind of want to drop it a bit, pero a bit lang, not so much na slam. Because if you slam the car, you're going to start to affect the suspension geometry in a bad way. Uh, kasi nga, yung gains mo sa pagbaba ng iyong center of mass will be offset by yung kinapangit ng suspension geometry mo. Okay. And um, it all goes back to our tires. And uh, yung minention natin na uh, concept kanina, which is tire load sensitivity. So again, when your car is on its tires, there's weight on it, the weight of the car. Pero as you turn or as you brake, as you accelerate, you're transferring the load between your tires. And yung nag-bulk nung job of transferring your weight or your load falls on the suspension and its geometry. So that's how all of them tie together. 
Yeah. If you lower the car, sometimes you will let's not get into the nitty-gritty of it, no. But when you lower the car, sometimes the way load is transferred to a tire, nagiging pangit. So the car starts to behave weirdly. Pangit It doesn't have that much grip. And that's only considering yung geometric negative effects ng lowering. Of course, if you lower the car, you have other problems. Like number one is uh, height height or ride clearance. Yun yung sasayad ka. So that's also a problem, of course. And rubbing, kasi masyado nung malapit yung gulong mo sa fenders. But to focus on the suspension geometry aspect, you will mess up your load transfers and you will mess up the tire's grip, the tire's response, and the car will not handle pretty well. Now, uh, to move on from tires, another factor of suspension geometry is wheel alignment. I think all of us are familiar with wheel alignment, right? So yeah, you go okay. to a shop, you put your car on the four-post rig, or four-post lifter, and then they put sensors on it. Tapos i-align. Oh, start throwing na boss kasama ka, Amber. <laughs> Oo, oh, tapos mag-charge kasi. Boss, may hirap na Amber to eh. Tapos, uh, or sometimes, boss, ang ganda na lang adjustment natin. Yan na yun eh. So, yeah. Yan na. Yung mga okay. sabi dyan. Um... While all of us are familiar with what is called static wheel alignment, not a lot of us are acquainted with dynamic wheel alignment. What does that mean? So yung alignment ng gulong mo pagka nasa alignment machine yan, yun yung alignment mo pag naka-stop yung car. But more mm-hmm. often than not, or 100% of the time, when you're using the car, it's not really it's standing motion. still, is it? Yeah. It's moving. Yeah. And as your suspension travels through its range of motion, nag-iiba yung wheel alignment natin. And that is part of the magic of wheel alignment and suspension tuning. Kasi if you consider wheel alignment, um, yung dynamic wheel alignment pwede yung tuning tool. I think the most basic wheel alignment parameter that we can discuss is toe. Oh, yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, we could go through toe, camber, and caster. Yeah, and your effects, Dela. Okay, sige. This is a good discussion. So, toe. Uh, when you set your static toe sa alignment machine, chances are, the moment you roll out of the alignment shop, hindi na ganun ang alignment ng car mo. Uh, because your car is accelerating or braking na. So, you can imagine that as the suspension functions and your wheel moves up and down, nag-iiba yung toe Nung gulong na yun. Some people would refer to this as bump steer, specifically for the front end of the car. Na parang as the suspension compresses, out, meaning your tires are pointing outwards, or in, meaning your tires are pointing inwards. But I don't want to call it bump steer or roll steer, because parang may negative connotation yun eh. Na parang it's something that we seek to eliminate, di ba? May mga bump steer correctors, you know, bump steer eliminator kits sa market. But if you actually understand dynamic alignment, you can use it for your benefit or to increase yung handling potential ng ating car. And specifically for the rear end, if you're able to play with what I call dynamic toe, wherein let's say, for example, as the suspension, let's deal with a rear-wheel drive car. Like, RX-7, mo kung maraay, oh, 
Oh, actually, I was about to bring up the example ng RX-7. Yes, yeah, so, uh, yung before. Eh. I, yeah. If I remember correctly, when your suspension compresses, you tow in. Correct? Yes. Yeah, meron, so, meron. Right. Yeah, yeah. so what does tow-in, ano ba effect nun? For rear-wheel drive cars, if you have tow-in at the rear, you have more traction and you have more rear-end stability, which is yes. pretty pretty much what you want on a rear-wheel drive car. Oh, sure. Once the car digs in, you put the power down, the weight goes to the back. back yes, axle. and you're not dere dere You'll have full yeah. acceleration, uh-huh. a lot of traction, a lot of grip. Uh, ayos yung drive. But yeah. you don't always actually want that much toe-in, so rear end. When you're entering a corner, sometimes you actually want some toe-out para mas malikot yung puwet and you can point yeah. the car where you want it to. If I remember correctly, the RX-7 toes out when you're braking, if I'm correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the effect of that is when you're trail braking into a corner. Trail braking is as you're braking, well, okay, yung basic na pag approach ng corner, when you're still a beginner is you break in a straight line and then you turn. Then you turn. Like oh. you release the brakes and then you turn. But isa, isa lang trail braking oh, trail trail braking is a more advanced technique. Advanced wherein yeah. you literally trail your brakes into the corner. So as you're turning, you still have some braking input. Uh, so, so kumbaga, inuunti-unti mo ng iliko as you brake. Yes. Shape of time. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're... We can use that this uh, no, uh, braking, trail braking to connect to load transfer. So as you're braking, you're transferring load to their front tires. But in this, at the same time, you're taking away load from your rear tires. So as a driver, you will feel that as umaangat your rear end mo. Yeah. So as yeah. the rear end goes up, relative to the chassis, your rear wheels go down, correct? So and if you take dynamic toe into account of our example, which is the RX-7, pag bumababay wheels, the rear toes out. So uh, as you're yeah. trail breaking into the corner with your rear end na medyo toe out na yung setting, the car will want oh. to turn into the corner yeah. more, must responsive your rear end. And that is a major advantage of independent suspensions over yung 80s technology na live axle or even your semi-trailing arm. Yun yeah. nga, dynamic toe. However, sobrang poorly understood ng dynamic toe. Similar to like how tires work in the first place. Kasi if you want to go even deeper, when you affect the toe of the tires, you're affecting its slip angle, thus affecting its grip. Yun yung mas yeah. long way of describing bakit ka nawawala ng kapit sa likod pag nagtotow out yung likod. But yeah. yun nga, um, they're all tied together kasi. Load transfer, yeah. tire load sensitivity, um, your tire compounds, your tire behavior. And yeah. all of that produce, uh, yun nga, or rather, you can control all of those factors by finely tuning your suspension geometry. So, oh. yes, that's it. Hmm. Um, Wait. So okay. those are those are somewhat your basic fundamentals palang no like you yeah, basic fundamentals palang yun. Oh, and we haven't ba- even discussed coilovers which is what most oh, people DJ know. Oh, they didn't mention suspension. parts, diba? They oh, just pa, mentioned the part. basic concept palang. Yeah. Oh. I think this is what the readers want to know, no? Generally speaking, what parts will you need to improve overall handling? Na say 
say there's they have a set budget, diba? And you know, yes, they so. want to put that money into improving handling. Mm-hmm. What would be what would what parts would produce the most effect? Procast by Parts Pro is brought to you by Mendocoro Ramenba, Pilipinas Messerve, and PSA Helpline. You're listening to Procast by Parts Pro. Okay. Um, if it's not a brand new car, which I would say a majority of our car enthusiasts would have a second-hand car, the first thing you can do is actually check everything that's suspension-related, as in all the parts. Because sometimes you coil over, but you don't have bushing. It's okay? So we should start from the bottom. So, uh, like stage zero, like polish yeah, everything zero. up for it. Needs to ah, wait, I'm sorry. Speaking of zero, I actually have a list here. And I marked something as number zero. Before hmm. playing with anything to suspension, brakes and tires. You're number one. Okay. Uh, brakes and tires. Uh, get good pads, get good rotors, and get good tires. Yun palang, an lakin bagay na nun. As in, sobrang magi improve na handling ng parmo. But of course, if you want to go further, the next thing that you can do is a general overall servicing of your suspension. You're going to have to check everything, even parts that most people overlook. So, pagka kalampag ang usapan natin, di ba ang usual na check ay boss, baka sira na bushing nyo or sira na shock nyo. But bushings and shocks are only like, they're not your entire suspension. Ang dami pang ibang parts nyan. You have your stabilizer, also known as anti-roll, also known as sway bars. So that sway bar has end links and bushings. You have to check those too. You also have suspension arm ball joints, you have shock mounts, andame, andaming parts that people could overlook. But you should pay attention to everything. Because the suspension from the root word itself, it literally suspends your entire chassis from the ground. So and like a chain, it's only as strong as its weakest link. Kung may basag kang bushing dyan, kahit anong tono, kahit anong wheel alignment, kahit anong tuning ang gawin natin, magiging weak link yung basag na bushing na yun. So we yeah. have to take everything into consideration. So that's the first step actually. Okay. Number two, let's talk upgrade. So ayan, finally, mag-upgrade na tayo. So, hindi na ah, okay. okay. In my opinion, isa sa pinakasulit. Okay, uh, before that, yun nga, ang perspective natin is hindi ka only budget. You have a you have a set budget for your car. Let's say you're a college student or you're a parang working. So hindi lahat ng pera mo pwede mo punta sa sasakyan and hindi ganun kalaki yung budget mo. So ano yung pinakasulit na mods? After overall maintenance, you can focus on actually bushings. In my case, uh, I started with polyurethane bushings. Ang bagay niyan. There are also a lot of misconceptions about polyurethane bushings that abound sa internet. I think we could uh, summarize or go through some of them. Number one is sobrang harsh nila. Yun yung isa sa mga misconception. Sobrang tad-tad niyan kumpara sa stock. Kasi kaya nga rubber yung stock eh. That's not true. Uh, there are several reasons bakit rubber yung stock or in other words bakit why didn't the car come with polyurethane bushings from the factory cost car enthusiast yeah that's number one cost mahal number two mm. co- 
we like to think that we like to romanticize cars, but we forget that car enthusiasts are actually a very small portion of the market share of car manufacturers. Ang bulk niyan is yung mga consumer vehicles. Bibili ka ng kotse because you need a point A to point B car or you need to shuttle the family around. A average driver will not appreciate the added performance benefits of polyurethane bushings. So it doesn't make sense that we install sila ng ganun from the factory. But if you are looking for performance, they are a good upgrade because they solidify the connection between your suspension and your chassis. So response is improved. Um, uh, ride is actually improved. For some some people kasi say na tumatantad yung car nila pag nag-polyurethane bushings. That is actually both true and false. Kasi if you want to be very technical, there are some bushings that you can upgrade to polyurethane and there are some bushings that you should never upgrade to polyurethane. Uh, I think we could say an example. Siguro madami naman sa inyong naka-Civic EG or EK dyan. There's a very specific bushing on this platform, which is the rear trailing arm bushing. Mabilis masira yan. Okay, mabilis masira kasi ang laki ng load niya. Uh, at, at malaki siyang bushing. I think it's the biggest bushing on the car. And some people upgrade this to polyurethane and tumatadad your ride nila. That's because that specific bushing, yung design niya, it's not, it has uh, to be technical. It has two degrees of freedom. What does that mean? Yung galaw niya dapat parang bola. Hindi siya parang pin lang or bolt. Wherein, if you have a one degree of freedom joint, so let's, say, let's say this is your bolt, no? And this is your arm. Yan ay yung motion niya. But if you have a second degree of freedom on this axis, parang bola yan. Like uh, a ball and socket joint sa yung shoulder. Parang ganon yan. Yan yung maganda example. Uh, yeah, yeah, tama, Dapat tama. ganyan yung galaw niya. Hindi lang siya up yeah. and down or side to side. It's a combination of the two. Now imagine if you replace that, or lagyan ko yung shoulder ko ng parang brace which prevents forwards and backwards motion. Mali yun. Kasi ang motion ko lang uh, side to side. It, it was originally intended to have uh, up and down and side to side motion. So that's a, yeah, that's a specific example of where you don't want polyurethane bushings. So you have to take that into account. Aling bushings yung upgrade the polyurethane and alin yung hindi. Another thing about polyurethane bushings, uh, yung myth is they squeak over time. This isn't actually false, taman, but you can. Uh, minimize and in my case a personal experience totally eliminate squeaks in the long run by a proper installation so you need to really use the appropriate grease in some cases you need to add teflon to some parts of the bushing and you need to have it installed by a competent shop so yun, yun yung super important as with all parts naman yun ya, i think that's our main ano dito eh, main point na Magandang maraming parts, but without a proper install or a proper use of that part, wala din, wala din kwenta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, after polyurethane bushings, perhaps the next upgrade that I could suggest is you could choose between two combinations. Either you could go with the lowering spring plus a sport shock combo. This is very common on European cars. With I think Bilstein and H and R, oh, I think common an end, common combination yun. Bilstein being the shock, H and R being the spring, or you could go full coilovers. 
Tapos ayan, coil, coil overs na usapan. Yan, magulo yan. <laughs> magulo yan, magulo yan. Okay, um, in a nutshell, uh, should we discuss coil over tuning? Or... Yeah, glaze, glaze over it. Go, go. Yeah, we go could glaze it. over it. The main advantage of coilovers over lowering springs and shocks is tunability. You can adjust the ride height and the damping. Pag naka-lowering spring ka, yun na yung ride height mo. Hindi mo na pwede adjust yun. And sport shocks, yun na yung damping mo. That's fixed. You can't really adjust it. There are sport shocks that are have adjustable damping, but let's not go into that kasi hindi naman yun yung point natin yun. Yeah. Coilovers, on the other hand, you have adjustable height, you have adjustable damping, and you have adjustable preload. Preload. Yeah. Term na sobrang daming nalilito. Uh, Including to me. To glaze over it nga naman, there are two camps or two sides relating to preload. One camp swears by preload na parang yun talaga yung main tuning tool nila ng tigas or lambot ng coilovers. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, there are those people who say that preload does not even exist. Mm. So, yeah. A very, ano, sobrang taliwas. As in direct opposites, yung opinions na yun. And the correct answer, medyo cliche, but the correct answer is somewhere in between. You just need to know exactly what preload does. But it does have its benefits. And if you set it up wrong, that is... Mainly one of the things that really kills your coilovers. Yeah. So yeah, that's a part of it. In terms of whether you need coilovers or not, uh, one fact about coilovers is kahit man gaano pa kaganda yung quality niyan, kahit gaano pa kamahal, eventually it will need servicing. As in, it needs to be opened up and maintained just like any other part in your car, like your piston rings or your pang-ilalim na bushing or your transmission fluids, ganon din ang coilovers. It needs to be maintained. For this country, or at least for Metro Manila, iba talaga yung kalsada natin. Ibang level ng tad-tad, ibang level ng lubak. So the lifespan of any coilover made in Taiwan, made in Japan, made in Europe or America, shorten na agad yan. Kasi wala eh. Ang pangit ng kalsada natin eh. But, um, Yun nga, if the coilover is serviceable, eh, since pwede mo siya ipaayos, hindi mawo-waste yung investment mo. But unfortunately, for some cheap coilovers, hindi sila serviceable. So parang gamitin mo, tapos pag nasira na, tatapon mo na yun. So to the car enthusiast, you also have to take that into account. Whether you want to spend for coilovers, kasi nga eventually, inevitable na masira sila. Kahit anong tuning, kahit anong setting, at kahit Anong driving ang gawin mo, masisira yan over time. So whether it's worth it or not, depends on you. But from personal experience, and on my personal car, I actually don't have coilovers. That's a big irony. <laughs> Kasi I tune coilovers, but my car doesn't have coilovers. It's a 1995 Civic EG, and it's my daily. But of course, syempre, as a suspension tuner, hindi lang naman, di porket walang coilover. Eh, wala nang tono yung suspension, no. Which brings me to my fourth recommended upgrade. After you've done bushings, and if you've done lowering springs or shocks or coilovers, another point of interest that you can look into is anti-roll bars or sway bars. And daming aftermarket options for sway bars. And why is it a good upgrade? Uh, I think number one, mura siya relative to coilovers. Because it's a little yeah. bar of steel lung. 
very straightforward install. The worst install that would happen is you need to pull down a subframe, pero relatively madali lang naman din yun if you have the proper equipment to do it. So madali i-install mura, but the effect is massive. As in, ramdam mo talaga. Why is that? Okay. Going back to our load transfer, weight transfer um, concept earlier, uh, you would want to minimize body roll when you're turning. With, and body roll is a direct result of your load transfer. The more load transfer you have, the more body roll you have. But if you have soft springs like stock springs, syempre mas malaking body roll versus kung naka coilovers ka. Diba? Kasi mas stiff yung springs nun eh. However, if you go through a bump on stock suspension versus going through a bump on coilovers, while super dependent on tuning ito, generally speaking, mas ramdam mo yung bump pagka naka stiffer spring ka versus on a stock spring. If you take into account yung dampers, some, there are cases na mas maganda yung ride ng coilover. But if we isolate that muna, if we focus just on the spring, generally, pag mas patigas yung spring mo, syempre, mas ramdam mo yung mga bumps sa road. Okay? But, ayun nga, if you want to lessen body roll, you can upgrade to stiffer springs. Pero yung maiging trade-off nun is mas ramdam mo yung mga lubak. Yep, However, yep. with anti-roll bars, uh, the way they are designed or the way they're installed in your car by the root word anti-roll, they only function during body roll, which is yeah. when you, I think that's the part where you own, that's the only part where you kind of want some stiffness, generally speaking. Uh. So when okay. you're, when the car is rolling into a corner, the anti-roll bar is activated. So it minimizes your body roll, it improves your control of the car, in, uh, increases your confidence in the car. But when you go through a bump, na, let's say a speed bump, it's not really working because both your arms are going to go up and down. So uh, your anti-roll bar is effectively uh, deactivated. And since it is deactivated, it has no increase, added increase to your suspension stiffness. So maganda pa rin your ride mo. Yep. Kaya for me, anti-roll bars are a good upgrade for your car. And more on anti-roll bars pala, another advantage of anti-roll bars is Besides reducing weight transfer, they can also increase the responsiveness of the car by increasing the rate at which the load is transferred. So basically, mas making responsive just the inputs po. And if you get to a certain level of driving skill, you can use that to really help turn the car or make the car move the way you want it to. So sulit ang anti-roll bars. Yeah. Uh, what else? What other parts can we suggest? One part na medyo sikat ngayon is rigid collar. Yan, maganda usapan. Oh, oh hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sige, sige. Stiff rings, rigid collars are basically parang crushable aluminum washers yan na pinapalaman sa subframe bolts. In theory, it ties together your subframe to the chassis para mas solid yung whole, un, uh, whole chassis mo. Is it good or is it bad? Uh, that depends on your R, on your car already actually. But we tried installing yeah, stiff rings, we did. rigid rigid oh. collars when we tuned your car. And can you share? Ko ano nangyari? for the RX7 with something that the chassis is fairly old, right? 
So when you put something like a rigid collar, it has a tremendous effect. So, you know, yung processes of manufacturing that they weren't as accurate as now, diba? Yeah. So when you put yeah. something like that and, you know, button it up, yes, gumagana siya. Yeah. Pero pare, it works so well na, syempre, lahat ng, lahat ng NVH transfer na sa kaha and then you feel it talaga. So, syempre, you know, it's a street car. My, I, I'm, I'm making no concessions with, you know, saying my RX-7 is a full-on race car. No, pare, it's for the street. Yeah. And yun yung, ano niya, yun yung build direction niya. Para hindi C5 pa lang eh, di ba? Oh. C5 pa lang medyo narag na utak ko eh. And hmm. I didn't even say anything to I didn't even say anything to my wife and then halfway through katipunan pa lang may ginawa ka dito na medyo pumangit yung ride. Without oh, saying yeah. anything, no prodding yeah. or anything. So yeah. like, okay, sige. Di ba? I drove it for another week pero pare hmm. binalik ko din. Hmm. Tara. Take it out. Yeah. Chaka, chaka the vibrations, sorry, the vibrations yeah. were so bad, ha, mm. na pumutok yung fuse nung spal na, ano ko, yung ox fans ko. It was oh. that bad. Yeah, so yung contact bad. siguro, yeah. yung, ground, yung ground niya na alog, pumutok yung fuse. Buti yeah. na lang napansin ko because I really, I'm very religious with watching my temps. Yeah. And yeah, napansin ko sa Lanusa, yeah. uminit na. Okay. To go off topic yeah. a bit, just a bit lang naman. In my experience as a suspension tuner, it's always the women who notice a difference in ride quality. As in, palani. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. As in, yeah. Uh, when I'm tuning cars, sometimes, because when I tune cars, I ask the owners to leave it for with me for three to four days so I can really uh, try several patterns, several tuning settings. So sometimes they, yung other car nakasama nila para ihatid sundu sila sa shop is driven by their wives. And then something that I am fond of doing is pagka tapos na car, I ask the owner to drive it with their wives riding with them. And then I ask the owner how any difference a ride, and then I also ask the wife. Yung usually yung babae, as in ramdam talaga nena. Uy ang ganda nung ride ngayon, as in comfortable na siya. And important yon, kasi pagka hindi sila na satisfy sa ride. Pag pinabenta nila yung mga auto natin, wala tayong makagawa. <laughs> oh, syempre. Syempre. Oo. Oh, so, uh, but yeah, to go back to the topic of spring. approval ni Macy's oh, oh, To go back to the topic of stiff spring, hmm. uh, stiff rings and rigid collars. It does increase chassis rigidity. But only hmm. to a certain extent. And sometimes you may not actually want the effects of a stiffer chassis. Sometimes you do. On ours RX-7, which is a 90s platform, the effect was profound. As in, ramdam mo talaga yung increase in stiffness. Oh, Make no but, mistake, it yeah, works. It works talaga. But actually, on from experience, on modern cars, na super stiff na. Like, specific examples, a Honda Jazz GK. GK, oh, yung bago GK. Subaru yeah. Legacy BM9. We installed hmm. rigid collars on that. And they had no effect. Because wow. the chassis is already stiff to begin with. So adding rigid collars did not really add any more stiffness to the already stiff chassis. So yet, I reckon I reckon para sa GR Yaris parang di na kailangan yun eh, no? I don't think you would need it. Especially diba? since it's, it's, it's a rally homologation special. Homologation car. Oh, so medyo hindi. 
Oh. And as our experience, sometimes you also want chassis compliance because yes. here's another concept about suspension and chassis tuning. I think earlier on, nabanggit ko na we tune suspensions, but we also tune the chassis to a certain degree. You can think of the chassis as the fifth spring of your car. So again, you have four springs on four corners. But the chassis, which ties all of those springs together, is your fifth spring, panglimang spring. And like all springs, it has a stiffness, it has a frequency, may lambot at tigas yan. And how you tie together that tigas ng chassis with your suspension is very important. And it could either make, or in our case, yun niya, medyo na-break yung car. Kasi nung sobrang tinigasan yung chassis, Wala nang compliance. Actually, for the RX-7, I think they designed it for compliance. Eh. Na talagang medyo may compliance in chassis. So you have no, good road Ma handling. Yeah. Mazda really likes doing that. Na yeah, every oh, part, kahit na suspension, body roll is factored in it. Eh. Yeah. Mazda really likes doing that. Procast by Parts Pro is brought to you by Motul Philippines, KW Suspensions, DTE Chip Tuning Philippines, Roto Wheels, and Nito Tires Philippines. You're listening to Procast by Parts Pro. Yes, and um, there are modern cars that are super stiff. Best example is the Honda Jazz. Sobrang stiff ng chassis na yun. And every every model talagang tinataasan pa nila yung chassis rigidity. I think as is, you can really take those cars to the track. Halos walang, besides safety, Wala ata halos effect yung cage sa uh, chassis rigidity. I'm not so sure. Uh. But Hindi, like, nga, in Japan, in, J in Japan, puro sabak yung sa super tight yung mga one-make races sa mga GK. Yeah, they really do use it for racing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it does handle well. Choices, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. For now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, there are... Ways to tune a stiff suspension, a uh, stiff chassis. There are ways to tune a suspension on a major not stiff chassis. It's all about matching the suspension to the chassis. So whether or not you want stiff rings, uh, actually, parang di natin na sagot yung tanong, lalo na lumabog. Yeah, it, it, it's really up to preference. Eh. Yeah, yun yeah. Which, um, oh, which actually, which actually brings me to our sixth point, DJ. Okay. Yo, goal setting. Yeah, goal setting. So, you really, as with any project, like we can't stress this enough with people yeah. who build project cars. Yeah. You really have to know what your goal is and how you plan to use the car. And yes. it's all the more important with, with suspension tuning. Because this is what you feel 100% of the time. Even cruising, even in traffic, yeah. you can feel it. Yeah. You can feel the car. Oh. When I tune suspensions, I ask the driver, uh, ano bang gagawin mo dito sa sasakyan na to? Will you be doing Sunday highway runs? Will you be canyon carving or driving on the mountains? Will you be taking it to the track occasionally? Or is it a pure daily na gusto mo lang medyo pogi? Kasi as car enthusiasts, and we all know this, since may ilig tayo sa kotse, minsan nangangati tayo mag-modify parang, oy okay daw ang coilovers, magkabit tayong ganun. Or okay ang ah. bushing, kabit tayong ganun. But, you have to really take into account kung ano ba talaga gusto mo mangyari sa sasakyan mo. Kasi, yeah. sometimes, 
sometimes kahit yung kuwari, modelo naman yung binili mo. Like, modern cars are amazing, pare. We all agree on that. As in, ang layo ng performance ng modern cars sa 90s cars. No matter how much we romanticize 90s cars, unfortunately, napag-iwanan na talaga sila ng panahon, quite literally. Hell yeah, And, that's true. Yeah. I would say, majority of car enthusiasts, yung gusto nila sa kotse, ano na yun eh, from the factory, maa-achieve na yun ng modern car eh. Like, take a stock DRZ, yes. for example. People complain it's slow. Uh, I strongly disagree with that. I mean, it is slow, but hindi yun yung point ng car eh. Okay. So it's a really good handling machine from the factory. And I've seen several examples of BRZ 86s na sobrang daming kargang suspension components. And then yun, nasira yung handling ng car. Kasi nawala na yung balance na dinesign ng Toyota and Subaru from the factory So you would say you would you could think na okay contract car to I could install all the suspension components that I want on it justified yun but if it's just a street car where you just want to have fun you want a reliable car that you can just hop into start yan every day tapos just go for a drive and then wait wala ka nang iisipin sometimes mas magandang konti lang yung modifications mo sa suspension or in general yan Yan, you don't yeah. mess with diba? you don't mess with the products na a group of engineers have thought about and really yes. did yes. their math and everything mm-hmm. yeah you all the geometry just so you could get in and drive diba? people yeah, really take that convenience for granted yeah diba? exactly it's so taken for granted oh you mess with your car and you think you know more than the guys who got their degrees and got jobs at Subaru or Mazda yeah. or Toyota oh. or whatever yeah Diba? Mas matalino ka sa kanila. Sige, bahala ka. Good luck sa buhay mo. <laughs> yeah, I strongly agree. As an engineer myself, pinaghirapan i-design yan from the factory. It yeah. took them years and years or hours of, man hours of teamwork just to make the whole car work together. So, uh, what? where was our point na ba? Yeah, you know, just you know, plan out your build and consult the right people. Ah, okay, a prime example would be my own personal car. So, okay, goal setting. In my case, it's a daily car that I occasionally take to the to the mountain for spirited driving. And then some people kasi say na okay, occasional track use. But sometimes, pag sinabi occasional track use, a meaning lang yun, you take it to the track like once or twice a year. That is actually not occasional practice. Rare practice. Yun. In my case, medyo ganun. Kasi wala akong time. So, rare practice. So, again, okay. the goal for my car, it's a daily with occasional spirited driving and very rare practice. Since very rare naman yung practice, syempre hindi na natin talaga priority yun. So, do I actually need all the adjustable arms or all the adjustable coilovers? Not really. Again, this is a daily car. And as I mentioned earlier, for daily driven cars, bug-bug the bug-bug your suspension. And inevitably, your coilovers will need servicing. In my case, hindi pwedeng mawalan ako ng sasakyan. Kasi syempre, pag isa-service yung coilovers ko, the car will have to sit a while. Maybe at most one month. Hindi pwedeng mawalan ako ng kotse na isang buwan. So... In my case, I had to make a judgment call na, okay, hindi ako pwede, or hindi ganun kagandang decision if mag-coilovers ako on this daily driven car. And then another thing is, 
of course, kung hindi coilovers, I still needed an upgrade. Kasi there is, there's a goals natin, merong occasional spirited driving. So in my case, as I mentioned before, number zero sa ating listahan is brakes and tires. So my car has upgraded, uprated brakes and good tires. And all the all the polyurethane bushings I could have for the car, naka-install na. And last mod that I did was, or second to the last mod that I did was anti-roll bars. Super stiff from the DC2 Type R yung mga sway bars ko. Eh. They bolt onto the EG platform. So ang laking bagay nun sa handling ng car. And last mod na ginawa ko dun is a competent wheel alignment. Going back to the static versus dynamic wheel alignment. Uh, in an ideal world, pwede mo sukatin yung dynamic alignment. But in reality, you actually set the dynamic alignment using static alignment. So, kuwari, kung nakatow out yan sa static, tas alam mo magtotow in yan pagka nag-accelerate, at ibig sabihin nun, that's how you set the dynamic alignment by taking uh, a static alignment and working from there. Yeah. So, yun, nakaganon yung civic ko. So, okay. in terms of goal, if, did it achieve our goals? Yeah, it's a pretty reliable daily, and it is it handles pretty well sa spirited driving on mountain roads. On the circuit, well, I've only taken it to taken it to Clark around three times actually. Yeah, I haven't been to the track often enough, but I really want to circuit the car more. But Anyway, um, with me driving on my second Clark International Speedway session, I got the car to 2 minutes 36 seconds now, which is a pretty high time. But if you consider the car, the engine is the a, it's a, yeah, it's a stock LXI unit. No VTEC, as in wala VTEC. So I think 80 horsepower lang yung tops. It's on oh. stock suspension. Wala akong coilover. Sway bar lang sa polyurethane ang baon. Uh, the only thing na maganda sa car or upgraded sa car is actually brakes and tires. So with that, I think okay na time na yun, 2 minutes and 36 seconds. Yeah, yeah. pretty respectable. Yeah. So that's the point. You have to really uh, set a clear goal and modify your car accordingly. Lalo na kung limited yung budget mo. For perspective, I built my car on a college student budget. Kasi college car ko yan eh. So, yun, ang dami na rin nagawa for a college student budget sa car na yun, sa totoo lang. Talagang optimized and pili yung modifications na ikakabit mo. Yan. That's why we got you on as a guest, pari. Magka-vibe tayo dyan eh. Like, you get it. You get it. Yeah, yeah. Of course. So, actually, lastly, to wrap it up, do you have any advice as a suspension tuner when going about making adjustments or kung kunwari, yeah. like our, our listeners want na sila magkalikot or whatever that oh. they want to do it on their own and yeah. or in, in terms of selecting parts and ganyan, going yeah. about oh. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think this would be a good uh, opportunity to share yung number one most important handling mod that you can do for the car. I've been teasing it earlier kasi number two lang yung tires if you will all recall. The most important handling mod that you can do for your car is driver skill. Yes. Yum. Very ano, uh, unexpected, no? The driver skill. Oh, driver Kasi skill. at the end of the day, sino ba ang mako-control ng load transfer mo, which controls your tire skill? 
ikaw as a driver. That's why brakes and tires are number one sa, mm. or number zero sa mod list natin because those directly yeah. translate to driver control. But mm. in terms of handling mods, number one ang driver mod because you could install all the mods in the world sa kotse mo. Pero to be blunt, kung bano ka mag-drive, hindi yan gagalaw ng tama kahit anong suspension, kahit anong tuning ang gawin mo. Wala. But if you have a stock-ish car, plus you know how to drive, you know where to put the weight and how much weight you want on which wheel, maganda gumalaw yan. Like, ever since the 80s naman eh, nag-gets naman na ng, ng uh, vehicle engineers or vehicle designers yung basics on how to design a car eh. So it will respond to proper driving. Lagpas-lagpas na tayo doon sa 60s na talagang medyo kahit anong galing mag-drive, tridor yung kotse. Wala eh. RC technology. Like yung parang swing arm axles na mga sobrang what the hell talaga yung geometry. Yun, mali yun. That's an engineer's mistake. But yes, number one mod is driver mod. Always. Since as you improve as a driver, which which parts to modify and which parts to not touch it will come naturally to you eh kasi as you get to know more of your car you'll start to see yung sansha nagkukulang for you kasi of course na personal preference and tuning eh na parang ano ba talaga gusto mo sa sasakyan mo one driver may not like the modification that another driver did to a car like for yeah. example, one one driver might prefer more oversteer or more suspension travel. Another driver might prefer a stiffer suspension. So, yun, ang laking difference na kagad nun. So, the tuning or another reason why driver mod should be number one kasi you are going, at the end of the day, ikaw magdi-dictate ko ano yung mods na gagawin sa kotse mo eh. And to know that, you need to know your car well. So... But after you've gotten to know your car better, and let's say, gamayin mo na, and alam mo, ramdam mo na kung saan siya nagkukulang, perhaps, yung pin, isa sa pinaka-easiest that you can do is a proper wheel alignment. Yun, isa yun sa number one talaga. Uh, bakit wheel alignment? Kasi again, yung tires yung nagdidictate ng overall grip and traction mo. And if you have... Um, proper wheel alignment, malaki yung matutulong nun sa drivability ng yung sasakyan. So I would say that is, and it's very accessible. So, ang daming alignment shops, ang daming, ang daming aftermarket for alignment. And included doon ay camber bolts would be considered an aftermarket option for adjusting camber yeah. sa harapan. I am personally not fond of them, but it's not naman na parang sobrang against ako. I just don't prefer them. But it's still a good modification. Because front camber is one of the most basic alignment adjustments that you can do that will have a drastic effect sa car mo. That's because most cars from the factory are tuned for understeer for safety. So medyo mababay grip level sa harapan. But if you want more grip sa harapan, the easiest way to do it is to add more camber. So yun, front camber, which you do on an alignment. And then after that, yeah, I would say, kasi after that, dalawa na yung pagpipilian mo eh. Either fully adjustable suspension via adjustable arms, pero medyo mahal yun at medyo madugo yun. And then the second would be the other branch, coilovers. So yeah, at this point, I would say 
you sh- if nahukulangan ka pa, you should buy coilovers na. But preferably, have it installed and tuned by a professional. Kasi while coilovers are excellent, as in, ang dami mong ma-improve sa car with just installing coilovers. If they're tuned wrong, ayun nga, as we mentioned prior, medyo matantan yung ride at best. But at worst, you can destroy the coilover. So, sayang yung pera mo. Yeah. Adjustable arms naman, medyo ano to eh, ma-komplikado na topic na adjustable arms. Kasi, but basically, if you set them up wrong, pwede sila maputol. At delikado yun kung maputol. Oh, <laughs> lower oh, control yeah. arm. Uh, as you were oh. saying, Auric, kanina, we would, su- itong mods na to, we suggest, that we are suggesting, yun yung pwedeng i-adjust ng uh, owner on their own. I wouldn't suggest owners adjust adjustable arms on their own kasi medyo masela na proseso So maybe let's not include that muna for now. Yeah. So yeah, wheel alignment and coilovers. And with coilovers, you can also adjust ride height, which is how you can adjust suspension geometry if you don't have arms. At malaking bagay na yun. So yeah, yeah, I think that's for beginners, okay na yun. Mm. Yeah, that alignment. pretty much wraps it up, no? Yeah, oh, okay. Grabe, like, thank you so much, DJ. No problem. It was a, it was a pleasure. Pare. Yeah, oh, like, it's always, always a pleasure chatting with you about this. <laughs> Thank you. Because I'm really excited. You know, I really feel it because, you know, we like to drive. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah. driver. Yeah. Talaga. yeah. And so, I think as a closing remark from myself, um, at Simple Racing Solutions, we've always believed that all cars are meant to be driven. That's why... For our tunes and for all our services, ang talagang priority namin is the experience of driving or enhancing the experience of driving your cars. Just enhancing yung stock or yung what the designer intended to be the handling of your car. Pinapalabas natin yun. Yeah. And I think that maybe that's the main point naman talaga. Whether we mm. want to maximize the performance, usually that follows naman pagka natono na yung suspension. Eh. But our priority is the driving experience. Kasi kaya nga tayo ng kotse. Diba? Yep. So yeah. That's all we do. O ano? Dinugo na ba ilong nyo sa suspension? Hindi biru yan. Because tuning suspension is called the black art for a reason. Basics pa lang lahat yan. But if you have more questions for DJ or the crew about this topic, be sure to message us on our social so we can get back to you with another episode about suspension tuning. Once again, thank you to our sponsors for allowing us to share this with everyone, as well as to Simple Racing Solutions PH for the wealth of information. Thank you as well to you, our listeners, for always tuning in. On behalf of the Parts Pro team, this has been Auric Go, and this is the Procast by Parts Pro. Thank you for tuning in to Procast by Parts Pro. Catch you all again on our next episode.